listener production. Hi, I'm Sasha Barbagat. Welcome to this extra episode of The Briefing. You might remember last month, a person in Sydney died of a drug overdose after using what they thought was cocaine, but it turned out to be heroin. Two others were hospitalised as well, prompting state authorities to issue a health warning. A heroin overdose can quickly result from snorting a single line. And it really highlights the point that if you're going to use drugs, it really would be ideal if you could find out exactly what was in them. Right now, though, drug checking and pill testing has only been given the green light in the ACT and Queensland. And unfortunately, it doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. But what if you could accurately test drugs to see what's in them without a big machine, a lab, medical supervisors or a science degree? Well, it turns out it is possible with a little-known device. Listener journalist Michaela Savage is here to explain more. Tell me, Michaela, what is the micro-ner? Am I saying that right? The micro-ner. Micro-ner. Yeah, so no, it's this handheld device. It looks a bit like a torch. Um, It's probably about the size of your hand or a little bit longer, and it's really lightweight. And in a nutshell, you shine it at drugs. It'll even work through like a plastic bag or through glass so that you don't have to touch it. Um, And it gives you a really accurate reading about what is in the substance that you're scanning. Mm. How does that work? What is the technology behind it? Yeah, well, it's new to us here in Australia, but it's actually already being used overseas in Switzerland. Drug checking generally has been in place in Switzerland since the 1990s, actually. I've been chatting with Harry Fersman. He's a PhD student at the University of Technology, Sydney, and he's looking at how to essentially calibrate the micronear for use here. And he was telling me more specifically about the, the details about how the technology works. Sort of what it does is it shines this near-infrared light, which is basically just like another type of wavelength that's kind of like your microwaves or your ultraviolet radiation. Uh, And basically that produces like this squiggle that we call um, a spectrum that is sort of unique depending on sort of what chemicals might be present within uh, whatever you're scanning. So if it's maybe like just one substance or if it's multiple things, it gives this sort of unique spectra or uh, squiggle that we can analyze. It sounds super high tech, but also really impressive. I want to get your clarity on something though. You mentioned calibrating this device so it can be used yeah. in Australia. What does that mean? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So the other thing that's really cool about the Micronee is it actually uses machine learning, like delving into the world of AI here, to analyse those squiggles or that spectrum that Harry was just referring to. And the way that machine learning works, to really simplify it, is that it gets fed a bunch of information or data and then it starts to recognise patterns and it gets more and more accurate. So as I understand it, essentially the Micronee scans drugs it then basically cross-references that information with true values or like accurate data and it makes a prediction or a diagnosis about what the drug is and how pure it is. And in testing, it's shown over 95% accuracy for detecting what the substance is and it's also pretty accurate when it comes to the purity predictions as well. Mm, Again, impressive and another way that AI is, you know, completely revolutionising how we do things. It's super cool. I guess the problem then is that we have different drugs circulating in Australia than they do in Switzerland. Yeah, exactly. 100%. In Australia, we tend to see a lot of pure crystalline methamphetamine, which probably doesn't come as a surprise. Mm, And we rank the highest, I think, out of 20 countries in per capita use for meth. And I think that was a 2021 survey. So yeah, uh, it's definitely a drug of choice here. 100%. Yes, that was from the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission back in 2021. But by contrast, Switzerland barely sees any pure crystalline meth. So if we were to start using Micronee here without making any changes to its programming, then it wouldn't be much help. 
Yeah, that's super cool. I want to know, though, what makes it different from pill testing and drug testing methods that we currently have here already? Yeah, well, so Pill Testing Australia, for example, which operates in the ACT, one of the machines that they use is the Alpha 2, and it works using infrared spectroscopy. Like the Micronee, it can also scan drugs without anyone needing to touch them, but it's about the size of a computer, like it's not handheld. Mm. Um, they also use this other big machine with a, a really long name, get ready for it, okay. the Ultra Performance Liquid Chromatography Photodiode array. So the UPLC PDA analysis can test the purity and the identity of 10 targeted drugs in under three minutes. But I think the main pros of the Micronee handheld device is that it's a lot easier and a lot faster to use. You can connect it to your phone and it'll give you a result in about five seconds. So even quicker. And yeah, you don't need a science degree to interpret those results. In comparison to some other techniques, so like the other portable uh, instruments, that's sort of what we're comparing here. It's relatively cost-effective, so some of the other instruments or machines are quite a bit more expensive, and it provides us with a lot of information. So what's currently being done in pill testing, typically, you know, dependent on the implementation, is different color tests. So they add some drugs, add some chemicals, and see what the color change is to provide an indication. Or they might have some portable instruments, things like spectroscopy techniques, which are related to the light. Um, transmitted from chemicals or mass spectrometry, which is, again, just sort of like another technique to detect drugs. So this technique in particular sort of is the balance of all these pros and cons. So it's accurate, cost-effective, provides, you know, a significant amount of information that's not reliant upon a scientist to tell us about. I hear all of that and I think that's great. When are we getting it here? The problem is... Yeah is that the attitude to pill testing and checking your drugs is still really behind in Australia. You said this in Switzerland, they've been doing it since the 90s. Mm. There are still governments fighting against it, saying that it can increase the use of drugs, but it's shown to to actually prevent harm in a lot of circumstances. Yeah, that's right. How does Harry think it could be used here in Australia and could it potentially make pill testing and drug checking more widely accepted? Yeah, it's, like you say, it's tricky to say. Obviously, yeah, a big reason why pill testing isn't so widely used here in Australia are things like festivals or injecting rooms. It's not so much because it's inconvenient or because it's not cost effective, although obviously that can play a role. Mm. But there's, yeah, this sort of fear that allowing pill testing in these contexts could encourage drug use and therefore drug harm, and that allowing pill testing is condoning drug use, even though, like you mentioned, there's evidence to show that pill testing does prevent harm and it helps people make informed decisions. So it is difficult to say if calibrating the micronia for use in Australia would mean more pill testing across the country. It would definitely make pill testing and drug checking easier logistically, but is that enough to make it more widespread? I'm not sure. Mm, Yeah, I think it's one of those issues that's at a higher level than the science is there. It's ready to go. Yeah. But it's the people in charge at the moment who, or a lot of people in charge who are really dragging their feet on this. Yeah. Is Harry hoping for there to be a day when potentially we're all carrying around micronews in our handbags at a festival? Yeah. Look, I'm not sure if that will happen, but there are other contexts where he thinks this could be super useful and really help prevent drug harm. I would love to see this device go to drug checking. So whether that's like a fixed site, like what's in Canberra at the moment with CanTest or, you know, at the supervised injection facility, either in Sydney or Melbourne, different music festivals or clubs. 
the potential there would be great for reducing harm if you can scan a substance before someone takes it and let them know like, hey, this is what you think it is, or hey, this is very high purity, it's not what you're used to, maybe you should not take it, or maybe you should change how you take it. Yeah, I'm all for pill and drug testing. I think it's clear that it would prevent a lot of deaths, particularly at music festivals and where people are partying. That's right. Could Micronear be useful in other contexts as well? Yeah, absolutely. It um, has the potential to be super useful for police on the front lines. Um, You know, if they suspect someone has drugs on them, they seize them, they could test them with the handheld Micronear and get a pretty much instantaneous, reliable result, which could inform their next decisions, whether they place charges. I believe it is being used to charge people in Switzerland. So once we get it to that level that is applicable here, that could be really useful. Uh, In a similar vein, border force officials, um, you know, as more and more drugs are illegally shipped here, it could really increase their efficiency with everything that they do. So there really are other other options. Mm. And I kind of mentioned it before, but to me, the idea of being able to have these on your person or at least have a few at a festival that are in a specific spot where people can gather and use it and it's quick and you don't need a lot of assistance, you can just kind of do it yourself. Is that likely in the future to happen? I think depending on what our drug testing laws are going to be, possibly the having a couple at a festival for use could be. Individual use, it's not quite that cost effective yet. I think, you know, in the event that this is allowed, that would be very expensive for an individual. But just think like, what if you, you know, you're going to a festival, you know, you're going to take something, but you want to make sure that it is what you want and it's not something unexpected. You just whip out your torch from your bag and you just give it a scan. Oh, it's not what you're expecting. Okay, I'm not going to do it. And imagine everybody doing that. Yeah. Surely that would help prevent drug harm. I can't be convinced that it wouldn't help prevent drug harm. Exactly. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. The technology's (laughs) there. It's it all starts with a single seed, so we That's could right. be, you know, a few decades in the future, it could be here. Hey, thanks for bringing us that one, Michaela. Thanks for having me. That was listener journalist Michaela Savage there. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Barbagat. Katrina and I will be back tomorrow morning at six with the headlines and your daily briefing. See you then. Listener.